Everybody and welcome to this week's bonus podcast where we are going to be talking about the weddings of Weatherfield. We're talking marriages on the street this week and by we I'm talking about me, Michael. Me, Gemma. Who, coincidentally and quite um, aptly for this discussion, is married. It's my wife. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, so we are totally expert about this subject actually. So We're much, experts, yeah. So much so that I think this is going to be a discussion that lasts over two weeks, isn't it? Yes. Um, I was doing some research about this as, uh, over the weekend and it's just going on and on and on. I think weddings are quite a big business in, in Soapland and um, my, my pages of notes were just going on forever. So Gemma came up with a genius idea of let's spread it out over two weeks, people kind of uh, on the edge of their seats and waiting for part two of this next week so today we're going to be kind of looking at various statistics and um yeah numbers and 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 things like that to do with weddings in coronation street um and then next week we're going to be looking back at some of our favorite wedding ceremonies from over the years and um no you can listen to them all in one go afterwards if you like just to Get the full package, but anyway, so... Um, I've got a philosophical question for what, you. What? What's that? Who do you think knows more about marriage? Somebody who's only been married once, mm. or somebody who's been married lots of times? Who's better at marriage? Or somebody who's seen every single wedding episode of Coronation Street. Oh, mm-hmm. is that you? Have we, have we actually seen them? I'd... I I'd don't know whether we have or not. There might some... be a few of the early day ones that we haven't seen, but you know, I reckon we've seen quite a lot because there have been quite a few. Who do you who do you think knows the most about? I don't know. That's why I was asking. Is I don't know because um, being married to one person is just kind of luck, isn't it? But like, if you get married to lots of different people, you kind of know more. <laughs> I think you know more about it. Different types of marriage. But you're not very good at it. Well, you're well, either are not. You? You're just really good at it. Well, I mean, some Depends people. On what happens some to people the do end. lose their spouse. So like, you killed that one off. Is well, that what you're saying? <laughs> no, you I know, know what like you mean. When um, you you know you get people who go and foster or look after um, you know, foster animals. Yes. Well, you uh. You adopt animals from the shelter. They're very old and then they die. You can yeah. do that with husbands. <laughs> do you rent a husband? Not rent him, no. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll I look after him in his old age. I think you need to speak to about that kind of thing. Okay. She, she's an expert on that. Tell me about Coronation Street. Weapons. Well, Coronation Street has... Uh, oh, we also we got a lot of this research from... I literally going to say current Coropedia. You always think that I don't mention them, but I actually was going to say Coropedia this week. But of course, a lot of the information did come from there. I had all my books out and everything, but Coropedia did such a good job at uh, giving us all the information. I mostly got it from there. Um, they've got a page on Coropedia about um, weddings, and they list 101 successful weddings at the moment. Um, that doesn't include yesterday's marriage between Toya and Imran. Wedding? Which, um, what? It's a wedding, not a marriage. Yeah, I know. I get. I, I use the words interchangeably. Well, yeah, but they, you understand exactly that it's a different. You understand it's a different thing, yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, no, of course it's like I do. saying birth instead of baby. It's like it's like a railway station and a train track, isn't it? Well, there's been a hundred and two. What's the train then? <laughs> don't, don't ask right, me. Okay. There's been a hundred and two weddings on Coronation Street over the years, although not all of these took place on screen. So I think the way that Coropedia lists it is if there's been a marriage. That, oh, sorry, a wedding. Sorry, it's <laughs> like you don't know the difference between a skirt, a skirt and a dress. And a dress totally. you, think you, you think that they're interchangeable? <laughs> they they're not. <laughs> if it's there's, madness. Th- there's been some weddings um, that have been heavily 
um, referred to and also been, um, you know, quite uh, for, from important characters that we've just not seen on screen. For example, recently, um, Zidane and Mariam's wedding is one of the 102 on Coropedia's page. So if you don't count that, there's a few more, but most of these did happen on screen. If you screen. don't count them, then they don't count. No. So, That's um, my logic. That good, good philosophy in life. There's been 29 failed weddings on Coronation Street over the years, though. So that's nearly a good um, a good quarter of the wedding ceremonies that have taken place on Coronation Street haven't quite made it. No, hang on. So there's been 102 successful ones yes. and, a hun- and 29 failed ones. Yes, so there's been that's... 131 weddings in all. Yes, exactly. And yeah. and a fifth of those, then? Oh, no, it's about a quarter, isn't it? No, because... Oh, no, yes, you're right. It is a fifth. Good maths thing. Well done, well done. I'm just going to leave you to it, you simpleton. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. So that's like, you know, the jiltings or the, um, I don't know, that's pretty much all that is, isn't it? Or somebody doesn't turn up, and that's the same thing. But, um, they yeah, get so kidnapped we... and put in a boot. Yeah, and then they just don't basically go through they like, the ceremony. You know what, I can't... Or they're drunk in jail. Yeah, what we're not counting is um, the in that failed weddings, the ones where the marriage doesn't last. Because if we did that, then that would be pretty much all, all of, of them, them, as we'll find out later. No, the ceremony, the wedding ceremony, did it happen? And at the end of it, did they get did married? Did they all go home not? and have some nice sandwiches and a, and a dance? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, now it, we we got loads of. We're gonna like look at this most married characters' stats, venues. Stats, this is it? the stats one. Yeah, this um, is exciting. This is interesting. But you've got to pay attention. Next week's is totally boring. Everybody. No, this the next no. week's gonna be crap. Next next week is our personal opinion. These are the hard facts this week. Yeah, you can't now, argue facts. One commonly um, given piece of trivia or or asked question in Corrie quiz is which character has been married the most times? Gemma, who would you say for that one? Well, I know who's been married twice. Who's that? Toya Battersby. Yes, she has. And I know who's been married twice. What? Imran Battersby. Yes, it, but although in, no, neither of those two would count twice on the Coropedia list because they didn't get we mentioned. Didn't get, we I, didn't I, I get to know. watch it. Much. I'm sure they have got a very, um, very clear criteria for what gets counted if on the list. If only but, people who I saw get married counted as being married, mm. then there would be about half a dozen couples in the world. Very true. So I don't get invited. So I'm just just covering up the answer on my screen well, at the Steve, moment, Gemma. It? Steve has had the most wedding ceremonies, and let me just have a look. So he got married to Vicky once. Vicky, um, what was that? Name? Vicky Arden. That was his teenage bride back in the mid nineties. Yep. Then left it a few years. Got married to Karen. Although two ceremonies to Karen. So the story behind that was they was it they decided they wanted to um they they got married for a bet first, and then they. They pretended to split up so they could get married again because she wanted somewhere in a big stately home when they could play Wonderwall on the half or something or with a string quartet on the it's, way out. It's everyone's so, dream. married Karen twice. Quite a lot of characters have married somebody twice. I don't know how much this goes on in real life, but never mind. I suppose we you can say that. that for a fair amount of what goes on in the Why soaps. Why don't we do that? Becky, um, Michelle, and then Tracy twice as well. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wedding ceremonies for Steve five wives so he's one wife away from Henry VIII um, but hot on his heels we also what? have what how many has he had five wives but seven oh, okay. ceremonies okay. yeah so I don't know whether he's going to marry like Vicky Becky or Michelle again just to try and get them all you know double 
have a second pop. Odds. Yeah. Um, we've also got Gale. Now, it used to be that Gale was the the, uh, the the name that got called out a lot, didn't it? it was like, who get, always, always get married, the one that was a bit of a joke, before Steve kind of stealth overtook her. Because she has had one, two, three, four, five husbands, but only six ceremonies. She married Brian twice, because they had a bit of a falling out at once, and then they got back together again, and then he got stabbed after that. Yep. Martin, Richard, Joe, or and then Michael. Um, but also, another quite stealthy one as well is Peter Barlow, because he's also had five wives, with Carla being uh, one he's married twice. But um, he started off way back in the early 90s by marrying a young girl called Jessica Midgley. I remember her. No, do you? You know the no name. relation to Daisy. <laughs> no relation to Daisy Midgley, or is it? I'm Could just waiting be. for that one to be. A, I think one of them's got an E in the middle and one of them hasn't, possibly. Uh, well, so we've some got, people are illiterate, aren't they? Mm, that was a quite funny wedding because that took place down down this part of the country in Portsmouth. And there was an episode where Ken and I think Tracy went down to Peter's wedding. But Peter and Jessica, neither of them actually appeared in the episode. Yet, we saw Ken... <laughs> At the reception there, so they really cheaped out them. That's hilarious. They, they didn't. Is there's been they're some... like why? Why do the why do the normal thing where everybody phones their regrets in and and can't attend? Just have the bride and groom not attend and everybody else turn up. <laughs> it was odd one to watch. I'll give you that. So he married Jessica Midgley in the early nineties. Fast forward to ten years later, and we see him getting hitched to Lucy. Um, and Shelley, that was his bigamous marriage there. Then, you know, at some point... Oh, no, it was on the tram crash, wasn't it? He got married to Leanne. Deathbed wedding there oh. for Peter. Uh, and a couple of times he's got married to Carla as well, like <laughs> I said. So there we go. There's some facts for you to remember. If you're ever in a curry quiz, who's got married the most? Steve, Gail and Peter are right up there. But we have also got some honourable mentions in there, haven't we? Do you, do you want me to read these out or do you want to... Horrible mentions. Do you want to actually hear your voice for a bit? I don't mind saying it. Sally, she married Kevin twice and Tim twice. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And now um, time to move on to someone else. Uh, I think the, the second Tim wedding was because there was another bigamous, bigamous. one there as mm-hmm. well. How bigamous of you. Yes. Carla got married to Tony, Peter twice, and then Nick. So another four wedding ceremonies for Carla there. Yep. Ken got married to Val. Did she wear white in any of them? Probably. Didn't suit her though. No. Um, Ken got married to Val, Janet and Deirdre twice. That's a really funny one because I still think a lot of um, like Coronation Street watchers from these days just kind of think of Ken and Deirdre and that was all it ever was. Mm. I think most people don't remember about Janet at all. Well, I love a, Val. That was a, uh, yeah, Val was a nice one. Val was a ceremony that I don't think we saw the ceremony because that was one of the, like maybe the third wedding to take well, place on Coronation Street and they often didn't show the ceremony. Are ceremonies. you going to get into Oh yeah, we'll, we'll get onto that Because they, it wasn't a... I don't think they were allowed to, or it was kind of. I can't remember scandaly. what the reason was, but they often like, just showed you can't the, have pregnant the receptions, didn't they? So we saw Ken's reception to Val, but then it's Janet, that was another mar- marriage that we didn't see on screen at all because that was scandalous as well, wasn't it? Because he went up to Scotland for a bit and he came back and he was married to, to, to Janet Reed. Um, and, and all the people on Coronation Street were very much like, what's going on there? They won't be married, you barely know her. But yeah, so four marriage ceremonies mm. for Ken. Um, hot Mike. on his heels yeah Mike as well even Stevens with four wives Susan Alma Jackie and Linda mm-hmm. and then we've got Kevin who married Sally Alison Sally and Abby so yeah double Sally, s- Sally, Sally double Sally and an Ali and an Abby 
Then we've got Tracy, who married Robert, Roy, <laughs> Steve twice. Oh, that, that's right, everybody. Tracy married Roy. And Rob, but that didn't go ahead. No there, was a, no, there was a ceremony there for Rob. So she had one, two, three, four, five wedding ceremonies, although one of them, the groom, was arrested. Was he arrested? At the ceremony, or did he not show up at the ceremony? I can't remember that. What happened with that one? But, um, You're yeah, asking so, the wrong person. So I'm, I'm asking the person who's the second half of a Coronation Street podcast, Gemma. Why don't you know these things? Um, what's the question? What happened? <laughs> what happened with Rob? He didn't. They, did didn't he get, they didn't get married to him because didn't. he had forgotten his cufflinks. That's not true at all. He bopped Tina on the head with a crowbar, as we all know. Well, can I? Some so those are the main it. most marriage ceremonied characters on Coronation Street, although I would like to give a little shout out as well to Mrs. Angela Hawthorne, the uh, the terror... Um, how, how do we describe her? She's the, the terrible wife of um, Norris and Derek. Get it, girl. So, but she, she had six husbands in Four, total. Yeah. And she was a quite funny character in like the mid-90s because Derek came into the show... He, he came in single, didn't he? And he was like romancing Mavis yep. for quite a lot of the 70s and the like 80s really... on and off. Like one of these sad, pi- you know, when you go out and you see pigeons and they're having their court courtship dance, puffing themselves and, up, and you're kind of chasing after the that girl. She's not interested. Leave her alone. <laughs> well, Mavis was interested. That's the thing. She was just a bit too, bit too timid and timid about it. So Derek ends up going off and marries this this woman called Angela Hawthorne, who we don't actually see until many years later. I think after they were even divorced, maybe um, that was when she showed up. And then she she courts Norris for a little bit. They end up getting married together. And she's just like, um, she, she's got a reputation for being very controlling and... Um, you got you can't let these men... Terrifying. Sorry, I don't agree with free-range husbands. <laughs> she, she whips them into shape, doesn't Battery she? Battery farming she keeps all them on the way a short for, leash. for men. But, um, <laughs> the, the funny thing with her as well um, was that... I'm going to say like early 2000s. I can't remember exactly when it was. We find out that Angela's died. And then when um, Norris goes along to her funeral, he bumps into three of her other husbands that she's had since him. And they end up having a little uh, little club, don't they? An ex-husband's club for Angela. Or yeah. the, the widower's club. And uh, one of them is played by uh, Paul Copley as well, wasn't he? He went that on to play right. Evelyn's um, Beau Arthur a couple Who of years currently, ago. Who is currently... Um, what's the word? He's up on the silver screen, isn't he, in He's Downton? doing Downton. Yeah, yeah. So um, she, she is also one of Corrie's most married characters. I don't think she counts because she's not a real main character. So but she did. Think, she did appear. Oh yeah, she I did appear. She was. She was. She was terrifying. For a while, I thought Very she ferocious. was sort of like Fat Brenda, where you never get to see her. No, she she did. was for a long time. But they, they ended up giving her a face in the in the late nineties, and she has a, a dinner party with Derek and Mavis and, and Norris, who talk, they're talking about ski trips and stuff. And Norris is quite taken by her. Oh, ski trips. So I was I was trying to look for some um, like marriage statistics and wedding statistics that we could compare real life um, events to what went on in Coronation Street, just you know to see how how realistic and true yeah, to life. See it how was, see how it measures there. up. Yeah, and um, the most recent official government statistics come from 2018, uh, which, by the way, that was when um, Steve and Tracy got married, if you want to make a comparison there. And um, apparently, I, I was I was very, um, I don't know whether dismayed or disappointed or surprised or just, you know, uh, but by, by 
the, how low the the marriage stats are. No, because it makes you a... special when you're married. Then doesn't it? It's not just like every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Oh yeah, okay. If we look at it that, that much, <laughs> it's then. rare. So um... I think this is. I think this is good. I I don't like the idea of people getting married because they think they have to. I want. I know that we we are. I know we're married. Oh yes, that's right. Um, Here's my ring. Yep. But I do, I don't think if you don't want to get married, I don't think you should. Um, but I think it's nice. So it is quite nice. If you like it, do it. But it, yeah, not many people are doing it these days. But so, you know, we have also talked about it in this country. It does confer rights upon you that you cannot get any other way. Mm. Women, listen. Just and men you. as well don't care about you <laughs> apparently in 2018 um opposite sex marriages were at their lowest ever point so 20 apparently 20.1 per 1000 unmarried men got married in 2018 yeah and 18.6 um unmarried women got married in 2018 right, okay. and if you look at a, like a don't think about it. a line graph of marriages every year it just it just plummets down. <laughs> from from like that's the early fine. 70s that's fine um, um well yeah the thing is this is good because like yeah people aren't being forced into it and they don't want they don't want to or they're not doing it when they think that they should because they don't actually know what they want so they're like oh but it's also a lot of people are choosing not to as well and you're getting you well, you get say, people saying oh you know what's the point well, people uh, can't afford it yeah, yeah, there's lots of reasons. Um, um, I was also so, very surprised yeah. by um, the number of, um, well, the lack, the low number of religious ceremonies that, that go on. Because I think, did I, was this one that I asked you in the car the other day? Yeah, said, you did. Go on then, Gemma. What, what, what fraction of marriages in the UK in 2018 were religious ceremonies? And you were like 50% or something, weren't you? I said 60%. Yeah, but it's actually only one fifth in 2018. <laughs> only a fifth of Op- again, opposite sex couples were in religious ceremonies and that's really shocking to me as well not necessarily because I think well we're a CV country you have to get married everyone wants to get married in the church don't you but I just kind of thought that I guess I was on, on the, the under the misapprehension that lots of people would whether they're religious or not say oh I want a big church wedding with a big white fluffy dress in it I know but I think that getting married in stately homes kind of overtaken I think a lot of people only do it for the aesthetic like they just want to get married in the church because they like the way churches look and they don't actually go to church so if they had a choice between the two it wouldn't really make any difference to them Mm -hmm. we will be be comparing this to Coronation Street in a little bit as well we're not just talking about real life now I just want to say that um, I'm not really surprised about this because I think it's I think it's scandalous, but I don't think that I've never heard anybody complain about this who is a member of the the faiths that I'm talking about. So I'd be interested to know if this is something that they care about or not. But I think I still think it's scandalous that religious ceremonies aren't recognised unless there are certain very small group of religions. Yeah, so because it's... Sikhs, a... Muslims, you can't get married a... in your place of worship or your temple or whatever it is. No, where, you've where got, you... you can, but then you've got to go well, and you can, get it yeah, done it doesn't, in a but, town hall or whatever Okay, you well. can get married, but the government doesn't recognise it as a legal ceremony. And I honestly think that is poor. I really I guess think it just poor. ties into the CV being the... The national religion of the UK, although I, I can't know, remember, but... is it also a Jewish marriages recognised? I can't remember. I think there's. I think they let those Catholics. I think do there's it as one well. other as well. I can't remember. So um, we'll look at venues in a little bit in Coronation Street and see whether that one statistic think... matches up with the number of weddings that, or the venue of the weddings on Coronation Street as well. I don't think I don't think it's fair, and I think that um, 
I think it'd be nice if the government allowed those legal things because mm. a lot of people don't really think about it, but they are so even when you get married in church, they are there are two separate points. There are two separate kind of there's yeah. the religious side yeah, and the yeah. legal side, but they both happen simultaneously, kind of. Yeah, so as well, we got married in the church. in the church, didn't we? So we we had the the blessing and everything at the altar, and then we went round round the back and signed all the legal papers and everything. But we got to see this in Coronation Street firsthand with Zidane and Rana's wedding, didn't we? Because they had their um, what was it called, the nikah ceremony, um, one year, and then it was a year later they yeah. then had the the official marriage. They kind of got oh, married. It, it they got married mad. twice, and it's and they still didn't last more than a couple of years. But yeah, we, I, th- I think we got, did get quite up in arms about that on the podcast back at the time, I remember. So it says, there are four categories of religious ceremonies, and I'm taking this from lawandreligionuk.com. Um, Church of England and Church in Wales weddings, Jewish weddings, Quaker weddings, and everyone else weddings. Yeah. And, that's and which what it ones says. are those illegal? Um, which ones are legally recognised, does it say? It doesn't say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent um, website. Yeah, brilliant. Well done. <laughs> Highly Jenna. recommended. Lawandreligion.co.uk. Uh, I I I got a feeling that the Jewish ones are recognised as well, but I can't remember. I don't know, but we also have very, very, very strict rules about where you're allowed to get married and where you're not allowed. Well, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they've changed it, even like in the last fifteen years, because um, we got married at the church. Um, that's tied to my school at the moment. But the reason that we were able to get married there is because we lived in that area when we were at university. And, and I think it maybe only a year or two earlier, we wouldn't have been able to get married there for the same reasons. They're trying to attract more people to well, get married in a church. Because it is a money earner for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I also want to say you can't get married outside in this country legally. Can you not? No. That's oh, okay. why everyone got up in arms about... Um, the Oprah interview with Meghan and Harry because Meghan said she actually got married two oh, days yes. before in, in her garden, in garden. the Archbishop of Canterbury. And the Archbishop <laughs> of Canterbury had to say, no, that's not allowed. We didn't do that, did we, Meghan? More stats, more stats. So the average age for men to get married in the UK yep. in opposite sex ceremonies is, again, this is quite surprising, 38.1 wow. years old. How old? Yeah, I know. So old. Ancient. Okay, that's... Well, that's very interesting. And I think that's going to become um, what I said to you before about first first weddings versus, you know, people who get married multiple times. And they're they're the people, I reckon, who are bringing the age up. Yeah. I bet you if you you did a thing about when you get married for the first time, it would be younger mm, maybe um opposite sex women the average age is 35 you know how 8. you get married for the first time like oh, yeah. you're my first husband thank you thank yeah. you same sex men 40.4 same sex women 36.9 so kind of so, similar so yeah late 30s seems to be the average age for getting married um i don't know whether i've actually got the stats right. for how but... old the coronation street characters are when they get married but it seems like they like to get them when they're young and beautiful and they could be plastered on the front of uh Same magazines yeah although although what? although I suppose, no, Toya is um, older than the average age for getting married for um, opposite sex women. And I think Imran is actually younger, isn't he? Um, Are we talking about, what kind of average are we talking about here? Mean. The only one that counts. Really? Why? I have, I I just always have questions. Okay. Um, There has been a... um, 
there, there has been a steady increase for that over time. Like you said, it used to be that it was younger. So like back in yeah. uh, in 1968, I found a stat, you know, at the early days of Coronation Street, the average age for females, women, also known as, to get married was 24 and males was 27. So have we seen an increase in age of uh, Coronation Street marriages? I don't know. I mean, I'm also going to, there are many reasons and we don't know what the reasons are, do we? You haven't written it down, you haven't looked into it, but... You know, one. I did my best. No, I'm just saying, like, to spe- <laughs> I don't want to. I'm telling everybody we're speculating. We're not actually saying why, but I would speculate one of the reasons might be that people choose to have children before they get married, and you want to have children younger, mm. so you put that off, and you might want to buy a house before you have a wedding, so you put it off a bit more, um, or you are not forced into it when you're very young. At, you know, as soon as you meet somebody, you get married immediately. And another point is weddings become increasingly more elaborate and lavish and expensive and it takes a long time to save up if you want to pay for it yourself. Yeah, so all of these reasons might contribute true. to the older age of mm. people. I don't. It doesn't feel like in Coronation Street characters do wait too long before they get married, do they? It feels no. like it's you know, a, a rite of passage almost. If they're going to get married, generally it will happen within the first first few years of the relationship is, because the script writers just desperately like, we've got to get them married, but then we can split them up to cause more drama. See, um, yeah, that I think that people know each other for longer these days before they get married. Yeah, I would. I, I in a way that that's kind of why I didn't really like it when um, Fizz and Tyrone spur because we kept waiting for them to get married and they're still obviously not even together anymore. But um, they felt like a very modern couple in that they already had kids, they'd been going out for a long time, and then they were talking about. Well, one of them was talking about <laughs> <laughs> tying the knot, and that I think is more common. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, it is. It, it is. I, I think I just like had my head in the sand a little bit about what the the trends for marriage are at the moment like I didn't well, it's because it... we don't get to invite it and we don't know anyone no no like I, <laughs> I, I I would have said we're the only married couple in our friend group yeah I, I would have guessed that maybe almost the majority of weddings that took place in the UK were religious ceremonies but no it was, it's nowhere near and it's not even been recent that's happened it was 1992 that civil ceremonies outnumbered religious uh, ceremonies in the UK and and the the gap between them has just been widening ever since heathens I know quite a load of heathens so there's our UK stats for the tiny bit of Coronation Street talk let's go pure well, I Coronation Street I think it's really Street interesting oh, I mean really um, I enjoy that I enjoy talking about things like that and I'm sure that people who um, listen to the podcast a lot of them are interested in how Coronation so. Street reflects or doesn't what people are like really like in this country. Well, apparently, another stat that I just scrolled past, and I don't know why we didn't say it, is that one in 35 weddings in the UK at the moment are same-sex marriages. And, and Coronation Street's still on that 0% at the moment, aren't they? So if, it's, dreadful. it's not even like once every 35 weddings, they say, OK, let's put a gay wedding in. They just haven't quite managed to get there yet. They they got close with um, Sean and Sophie 10 years ago, didn't they? I know, they, got they really should with kick Rana and Kate a couple of years ago and they're still not quite managed to get through it and I was convinced I think we both were that at some point last year like Billy would get married to either Todd or Paul yeah but Paul but, but Billy's still holding out for his one in five religious ceremony and he don't think he's going to get one is he well apparently um, where's my number here you had a number I for 0.9% 
of same-sex weddings are religious ceremonies. How so do they manage it that? It can still be you. They just need to go. I mean, you get well, who? Which religion allows that? Well, I, I just think it's some particularly um, groovy vicars. <laughs> yes, like Jessica Lundy, who was the vicar that married Roy oh, and yeah. Haley back in ninety-eight. Was it? Bloody brilliant! See, maybe this is going to force religions to be a bit more open-minded. I think that they, like we we said, where they're changing the rules, that they uh, they just seem to be What's desperately the trying to, to hook people in What's to get the married problem? in a lovely Let them church. get married and just say you're not allowed. You have to be celibate though, because <laughs> well, we don't we don't allow you to do the naughty things, but we will definitely allow you to get married. We'll get back wasn't to that. Venues. What, what? Wasn't that what Billy had his uh, got told that basically didn't he by the by the bishop? Like we can't condone something, what you get up to, <laughs> but we you're not necessarily sinful. As long as you don't do anything. Take all, take all the heroin in the aisle as you want. But yeah. No naughty stuff. No naughty. Todd Grimshaw. No, no, no. So next bit of stats for you. But that's that like a wedding. That's like marriage normally. <laughs> next bit of stats for you. Weddings by decade. So we've said that um, in real life, the number of uh, marriages has decreased quite a bit. Weddings. Marriage. Yes, weddings, weddings. Since this time. 1972, I think I saw, was the highest wedding weight. Wedding. Wedding. wedding rate in the UK. But I bet you, um, and I bet it's been you, falling ever since. But unsurprisingly, just, growing in Coronation Street. I would be interested to know um, whether we- whether marriages are kind of not as in decline as weddings. How do you mean? Well, are people more likely to get married and stay married? What, these days? Yeah, I don't know. Because yeah. I, I, I do feel like people get married... Because they really, really want to now. Because they they find it meaningful and important to them. And so they're not just getting married because everybody expects them to. And then they end up getting divorced because it's not actually what they really wanted after all. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, one website that I, I looked I'd at... I'd hope that that was... You know, I hope people are happy if they decide to get married. One website that I looked at was like looking at the divorce rates over the past 60 years or so. Which is quite nice because it ties into Coronation Street. And it said pretty much one third of weddings in the past 60 years did end in divorce but marriages hmm? Mar- no <laughs> you can't get divorced during a wedding well i'm surprised i haven't tried that one yet on the soap um so we're third so yeah but i said that i we had a conversation about this before and i've heard that i've heard people say that it's the people that get married multiple times that bring that average yeah so actually th- quite a lot of people will get married once and that's it hmm and it won't end in divorce, or the or their spouse will die, and that's how that's how it ends. I didn't find out how many. But then there are people on... who get married multiple times. I didn't like find Steve out how many characters on Coronation Gale. Street who got married have only been married once, because I bet that's probably quite a low number as well these well, days, Roy. isn't it? Well, no, he got married twice, didn't he? First we got married Tracy. to the same pa- Oh yeah, Tracy. He's, he's, he's had three wedding ceremonies. Oh, Roy. there we go. They all have. Yeah. So weddings by decade, then. So let's have a look at how these numbers so, have increased over the years, including off-screen. This, this is including a few of off-screen ones, but, but only le- only legally, like not like hand not ca- fasting. Not not counting any jiltings or current. No, 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 none of that malarkey. So, um, Gemma, give us the numbers. How many Corrie weddings were there in the 60s? In the 60s, there were only nine. Nine black and white weddings in the 60s for Coronation Street. In the 70s, there were eight. So pretty standard in the the first couple of decades of Coronation Street. Then it it went up 
to 12 in the 80s. Yeah, before booming up to 20 in the 90s, and it stayed pretty high ever since. Although we did have, it kind of plateaued a little bit in the first two decades of the millennium, didn't we? Got, we got, in the noughties, it was tw- the 23, yeah. and then in the teens it was 23 yeah and so far this decade we've already had and i can't remember with with the stats that i'm giving at the moment i can't remember whether i've included in ran and toyer on these as well but i've got six so maybe it's six or seven that's we've pretty had. good so within the first and that's couple even of during years, the pandemic yeah and i mean the weddings didn't really slow down did it so it certainly showed how in the early years even in the early years of coronation street they saw the value of a wedding for drawing in the audiences because i think that's what they like don't they I, I wonder whether the um the viewing figures for wedding episodes are higher they're certainly you know raises a bit of interest like i said it gets them to be on the front of the soap magazines which wasn't particularly a thing back in those early days as well and it is an you know an important life event and if soap operas are about the major events in people's lives your births the marriages the deaths and everything then i think it's absolutely something that should be shown so um and of course in the early days of coronation street there weren't anywhere near as many characters on the show as there are now so even to have like eight or nine in those early decades that's still fair fairly decent amount like averaging out one a year or so and even now it just averages out like two weddings a year so it's not increased massively has it um not as a proportion of characters getting married no that that's that's a really good point because although the number of weddings per year on average has doubled the number of members of cast has you know boomed far more than doubling but a lot of them are still married to, you know, at the beginning, oh, I don't know, at the beginning of Coronation Street, you did still have married couples already existing. Yes. So they didn't need to marry off Annie and uh, Jack Walker, did they? Because they were already married. No. Do, do you kind of get the feeling that are weddings happening too often for you? Or do they still feel like a, a special soap event when, it, when they come round a couple of times a year? I think it really is very, very dependent upon how much base work they do and how invested you are. Like, I could not give a crap about Sarah... Sarah and Adam and Maria and Gary. But Toya and Imran is like, yes! In the the run-up to them being married, I mean, we'll talk more about Toya and Imran's ceremony on this weekend's (laughs) podcast and what we thought about that one. But yeah, they've got to give them... Yeah, I've got, I've got to feel like it's a natural part and of I, a character of a couple's progression, yeah. and not just here's just something just that comes along as part of a storyline to get properly invested. And I don't, the wedding should be the storyline. That isn't a step in another storyline, or at least it shouldn't be, in my opinion. Um, and I don't want to be one of these people that always goes on about how it was better in the old days, but I do think they were better at making you care about a couple. In the old days, I'm, I'm sorry, but they, you know, I, I think a lot of time people only get together in Coronation Street in current times to, to give them somebody to have a scene with or to explain why they live together. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. And for the for future drama, drama of, them <laughs> of them splitting up, up later yeah. on. But um, I, I, I don't feel that there's too many weddings on Coronation Street. I no, like I it when so. they come round. I like finding out, I'd again, that a lot of this can be a discussion for the next episode, but, you know, what's the dress going to be and everything. I'd well, rather have a wedding than a the birth. Would you? Oh, well, yeah, on Coronation Street. Oh, yeah, because a birth just adds another character to the roster, doesn't well, it? Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it's like, oh. Saddles them with another kid. 
Nobody's like, oh, what's she going to be wearing when she gives birth? <laughs> Where is she going to give birth? Scrubs, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, it, it doesn't particularly bother me that it's it's increased. It's just kind of funny, I suppose, that as weddings have decreased over the years in real life, they've uh, they've massively increased. But I don't know, proportion-wise, maybe they haven't. But that's only so in this country. I don't know whether it's a global trend. I don't know. I don't know. And I, I don't know whether Coronation Street or any other... I'd be interested to maybe compare to the other soaps, but I don't think Coronation Street could sustain any more weddings than this. Oh. It feels like two a year two on year average is, is like, yeah, okay, it's been a while since the last one, but if you're going to have a character getting married every other month or so, it's going to get too much. You'd have to have an awful lot of characters for that to actually work. Yeah. And actually, and we'll maybe see this later there aren't very many other characters on coronation street many couples that could get engaged they're almost running out at the moment of couples that are going out that could actually Uh get married to each other they're gonna have to start they're gonna have to start pairing them off because there's an awful lot of singletons on coronation street at the moment and maybe that just um gives them more options maybe as characters options and open. for the storyliners as well. But um, yeah, e- even though we're kind of giving this two per year stat, that's obviously just an average as well. But there have been a couple of years where, believe it or not, there have been no weddings at all in Coronation Street. And the last year without a successful wedding in was 2014. So going back eight years since we had a year, we managed to get the whole lot without anybody getting married. But even then that was close because that was the year that Tracy was going to get married to Rob, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So uh, they, they got to their wedding day, but didn't go through it. Um, and then before that... Through with it. Through with it. Thank you for the correction. Before that, we had 2006, but we did have Sarah and Jason's wedding day. That was the one where he, uh, jumped, he jumped out of the toilet window, didn't he? So really, the last time we had a year that nobody even attempted to get married on Coronation Street was 1989. So what? jolly long time ago. Um, and it, just, it kind of makes me wonder, do they, at the beginning of the year, or you know, whenever they do their storyline conferences for a new year, kind of say, so someone's got to get married this year. Who's it going to be? Is, is that part of the That'd discussions? That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Because it makes sense from like a marketing point of view. If you've got a soap to, that you want to get people watching and you know that people enjoy a good wedding, do, 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 do they say, we, we literally, we, we have got to marry someone or or like kind of look ahead at the character and go, crikey, we haven't got any weddings planned in for next year. Shall we shoehorn one in? I don't know, do you think? <laughs> It'd be funny to imagine. You're really interested to find out. Yeah. So the only other years that didn't have anybody attempting to get married, obviously, as we got closer to the start of the show, they're becoming a bit more common. So no wedding attempts in 82, 76, 71, 66, or obviously 1960. Because so if they'd like... have managed to fit a wedding in in that first week of episodes yeah. or two, then uh, that would have certainly been something. Um, and then there's a couple of other years, 84, 69 and 64, where they tried to have weddings, but they were not quite so successful. The, the ceremony Sad. didn't take place. So there's, yeah, that really is. One, two, three, one, one, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten, eleven years where nobody's got married. So that just goes That's to show. That's quite a lot, really. Do you reckon? It's a fifth of the time it's been on. No, sixth. Yeah, sixth of the time it's been on, nobody's got married. But apart from that, it's a pretty annual event. I wonder whether. 
It'd be interesting to compare that to births because I know that in the early days of Coronation Street, that was an even rarer thing, wasn't it? And like you could, mm. they, they got well into, you know, the, I'm going to say the 80s maybe before characters giving birth became a bit more of an, an, an annual thing. But um, they just didn't like, yeah. I don't know. They just didn't want to add extra kids to the cast back in those days, I suppose. Or maybe the idea of somebody having birth put the idea that they actually. Well, that's the Did thing. It. Yeah, exactly. It's it's um, yeah, it's, it's not it's not acceptable in, in modern society. Mm. So, Gemma, if we were to say, if I was to ask you, which month in the, is the most common one to get married in the UK? And I don't oh, think in, you've really done that. Yeah, in, in in like every everyone in real life, when when do people most get married in the UK? Isn't it May? It is not May. I thought when's when's the there's supposed to be a month that's like you you should get. Oh, well, I wish I was a blah, blah bride. Is it May? No. Want to have another second guess? Um, August. August is right. Is it? Yeah, most it's people... All those teachers. It is. Oh, yeah, most people get married in August in the UK, um, I guess, so that they can go off and have nice honeymoons in the sun, although I guess you can have that any time of the year if you travel far enough, can't you? But yeah, August is the, is the month where That's people funny. get married the most in the UK, although that is certainly not the case for Coronation Street, because over the years there have only been nine August weddings in, uh, in Coronation Street. Uh, now, that's not the lowest month. Um, that would go to February, where, believe it or not, there have only, only been four February weddings in Coronation Street. Yeah, but they, that's a really dark um, time for marriages there. Four for four, though. It was four for four, yeah. Four, four you... weddings have taken place and all of them had a bride and groom at the end of it. There weren't any but... cancellations or jiltings in February. So if, you wanna, yeah. if you're in Coronation Street and you want to get married, February is the time to book it because not only will you be fairly special, so far guaranteed that you're actually going to be able to get, get to the end of the ceremony and have your, your nice tea and cakes at the end. Um, but, you know, if you're... I mean, that's quite good. If you're going to get married in such a dismal month, it's pretty much guaranteed that you're very determined. So it makes sense to me that you'd go ahead with it because you're like, look, there's nothing else to do. It's February. <laughs> well, I think it, I think the, the, if you were to look at like a bar graph of the UK months that you get married, January is the lowest. Yeah. Like nobody gets married in January. You're still yeah, too full of nice turkey. And cheap. And, well, it's a, but maybe it is to do with you've been scoffing yourself over Christmas and you can't fit into that bride's it's dress. Probably that, yeah. <laughs> and then there's a there's like a, a steady um, incline over the year as we get to August being the most common month to get married, and then it kind of goes down again the second half of the year. Although yeah. I think maybe December has got slightly more marriages in than November, maybe. But that's maybe just for the for the Christmas. No, um, don't get married at Christmas. Well, how, how how many marriages, how many weddings taken place on um, Coronation Street on Christmas Day, Gemma? Four. One. Claire, One. was it Claire and... Claire and Ashley got married on Christmas Day. I don't think Day. you're allowed. I don't think Jesus likes it. He, he, he's, he's also becoming a bit more lenient. He's like David now. Platt. He doesn't want to share. <laughs> well, nobody wants to go to a wedding on Christmas Day, well, do they? exactly it's like, right. No, it's everybody's like, special only, day, not yours. Yeah, there's only one Christmas... There's there's three hundred and sixty four days. Mm. Well, you could pick. Why are you ruining my Christmas day? December is still a fairly um, uncommon month. It's just a bit more <laughs> fe- more common than January and November. But in Coronation Street, December is joint first most popular month to get married. Now that's probably because they do like to have big yeah. old weddings around Christmas time it's when everybody's feeling. Or yeah, they they need something to warm the old cockles, don't they? Like just recently we had uh, Curtis and Emma's wedding, for example. 
11 successful marriages have taken place in December in Coronation Street, although there have been six jiltings, and that is the highest number of jiltings or, just for whatever reason, unsuccessful ceremonies. Um, so I would say if you're in Coronation Street um, and you've got a December wedding planned, you got, Think about you, it. You, you got about a, a third chance, you know, one in three chance that that wedding is not going to take place. So I don't know whether it's well, worth it. There's only two months you can guarantee you're going to definitely get married in Coronation Street. Uh, do you, was that an opening for me to say? <laughs> Sorry. February and yes, May. Yes, right, Gemma, you're right. February and May. So there have been eight marriages, no, weddings. I'm going to get this right by the end of the episode. There've been eight coronation. It is. It is the dressing skirt. I have thing, to. I, I have you. to say one thing to you. Um, I was listening to a, to a, a like a couple of weeks ago episode, and do you remember I was having to go at you about um the baby uh who who's just is it Kath does he had a baby and you kept calling it it, yeah. and you, I was like it's not it it's she yeah and then I was like anyway I wonder what it's going to be called. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We I for these yeah, unscripted podcasts, you have to, to my, you have to expect the occasional. It's slip really of the really cringy when I listen back, and it's so obvious. Like we say the wrong word, or or we don't we don't and we don't even notice. We I do apologise, but with, you know, however many hours, thousands of hours worth of wittering. Well, this is another reason why we don't get people to just transcribe our podcast. Not no, only would it be nonsense. extortionately expensive for us, and who would read it? But um, it would just show up all our silly mistakes wouldn't it yeah anyway yeah so um eight marriages in may and coronation street all of which have taken place but um we've also got what else have we got what's the most common month yeah so i said december and um september interestingly september there have been 17 weddings in uh, coronation street in september and three quarters of those have gone through it's like a bank transaction I just don't think like it, or, is that to do with Britain's Got Talent or something? No, kind no, of no. I don't think TV? anything particularly happens in September. So sometimes they do some eventy thing mid-September, but I mean we're looking at the whole of Coronation Street over the past sixty-two and a half years here, um, and all of these kind of big this happens at this time of the year has only been fairly recently. Um, although I think the like the NTA awards in January. Um, maybe count up because because January there have been twelve weddings in Coronation Street, which is relatively it's, it's on the it's on the higher side of the months. Um, and then Britain's Got Talent that's kind of May June time, and um, yeah, that's actually quite low. So February and March, no, what's the lowest one? February is the lowest one, and then June after that. So I think actually in real life June is actually quite a popular month for getting married in. But there's only been six wedding ceremonies in Coronation Street in June. That's so, weird. I wonder, like, do they ever do they ever look at this? Do they do they care? No, I I, I don't not, think there's any not, particular reason to. There's no Coronation Street does not have weddings in order to emulate everyday folks' lives, do they? No. They have it for the drama. Yeah, yeah. And it fits into whenever they're available. And I it's think probably, the, I think, what? Uh, you know, there's probably some kind of correlation here, especially in recent times, to, with when actors want to take holidays. Yeah, well, I, I think the August one, I, I think generally, on the whole, August often feels like a bit of a treading water month in Coronation Street anyway. Well, I just want to point out that, uh, you know, I've worked in entertainment, the entertainment industry for, <laughs> you know, 15, 16 years now. And you can guarantee that nothing gets sold, like no, computer games, magazines, everything. Yeah. 
all, all movies, all that kind of stuff in August, especially just drops You have the big summer blockbuster, which don't is you? weird because you'd think, oh, everyone's at home, they want to be entertained. But no, it's exactly the same sort of thing that happened during the pandemic when the first sort of six months of it. I was thinking, oh, people are going to be wanting to listen to podcasts more. Maybe we should do more podcasting. Yeah. And actually, that dropped off a cliff as well. Because yeah. I think entertainment is used as escapism from people's lives. And when they don't have anything to escape from, they actually would much rather do something else. Yeah. Like but be with their family. Anyway, I won't read out all the numbers here. But on the whole, it is autumn um, and early winter when most people tend to get married in Coronation Street versus the summer months of real life. Maybe it's because the actresses eh? don't mm. want to wear stuffy big dresses when they're hot. Possibly, although these September wedding episodes would definitely be yeah. um, being filmed in July, wouldn't they? Um, but so. also, I just want to say too that it probably has to be different to um, everyday life because uh, most of these historically, not not recently at all, because of the pandemic, they would have taken places place in real venues and the that venues would have been booked. a very good point booked. too. Very, very good point. Thank you. Uh, uh, good Thank thinking. you. Right, venues then. So back on to, so on, the, on, the, on the subject of, of venues. where weddings taking place. So back to UK stats again and this is what blew my mind when I was reading, doing some research for this earlier. This is, um, this is for t- 2019 I found this data and a quarter of weddings that take place in the UK now happen in a county, a a country house, sorry, or a manor house. That's I would why, have never have guessed that. That's why they're not religious, though, because yeah, you can't. First of all, in this country, you have to, the the premises has to be licensed to conduct ceremonies, and you won't get unless there's a chapel in the, in the country house. It's not going to be a religious venue. No, no. And you, like I said, you can't. That's why you can't have an outdoor wedding, even if you've got a garden in the stately home and the, the stately home is licensed to, to, to have ceremonies. Hmm. You're not allowed to have it outside because God can see you. Well, <laughs> I was talking and to he's you like, about why this. you in church? I was talking to you about this earlier today and I was like, I don't think I'd like to get married in a, in a manor house because it just reminds me of like being dragged around stately homes when I was little I by that. mum and dad. <laughs> well, look, can we just say what how we got married... In case anyone's remotely interested, we've got our ceremony was in the church that is attached to Michael's school, yeah. which is where we were students, the local church there. Yeah. Very nice little pretty Very nice. church, but it is in the middle of a city. And then we drove into the New Forest and we had our reception in a um, a big hotel, big hotel, like a stately. Yeah. It wasn't, it's not a stately home, but it was, no, no, it's no, like no, a coach all. house sort of. Yeah, yeah. Thing. So, so that's that's what we did. So but we could have got married in we could have got married there, couldn't we? Mm. And it would have been a lot less fuss and bother, but we wanted to make everyone drive forty minutes. Exactly, exactly. So I, I'm wondering whether we'll start to see more weddings in Coronation Street take place in these big manor houses. I suppose the difficulty is well, finding I mean it's it. obvious, isn't it? Finding it, paying for it. That's why we're seeing a lot more in Coronation Street being done in the Bistro and um, Chariot Square at the moment because it's literally, there's no extra costs involved. And over in Coronation Street, there have only been a handful of weddings that have taken place there. So in 2013, in a country country house. So Carla and Peter got married there in 13. Nick and Leanne did in 2013 as well. Roy and Hayley in 2010, their second um, wedding was there. Then you also had uh, Stephen Karen, and that certainly fitted the character because Karen yeah, just wanted very ostentatious. To... Exactly. 
actually. Gail and Richard got married in a in a manor house as well, as did Linda and Mike. Yeah. Most of those kind of seem <laughs> to fit. Oh yeah, I can see those kind of people getting married in that sort of place. But but I'm wrong there, aren't I? Because it just seems like that's the norm at the moment. To you know, more people. That's the most common place to have weddings. Um, second most common place and. 18%, so one-fifth of weddings, took place in a barn. You're is that, <laughs> sorry for stupid. anyone who's listening that got married in a barn, but I, I would have never have guessed stupid. that. When we were looking at venues mm. all those many centuries ago, I was looking at, at barns as well. Where were we? Only because it's a big space. Yeah. It's a big, and you're not, you're thinking of like, move the cow over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got a horse trotting into Just the picture in the background. Just imagine a giant... Photo room. Bombing it's basically donkey. a giant room out that's outside. Yeah. I mean, wasn't your friend? I did Mark. No, he had his um, reception in the barn, didn't he? Yeah. But he got married in a church as well. So hotel is fourteen percent. So that kind of we ties in. We looked at some right dodgy hotels, didn't we? Yeah. Dodgy this ties in, I guess, to the, this is one of the most common places in recent years in Coronation Street, the Chariot Square Hotel. Very common place nice to be getting married. Room. Sorry, Toya and Imran. Sorry, but, guys. Um, well, but I did like your macrame chair. Chair backs. Yeah. For all, all of your many guests to sit on there. And I can't believe him, whoever macrame that had to do extra for no reason. <laughs> I know there's one chair and just for like, Leanne's Toya, bag. Are you wasn't sure there? that you've got this many friends? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I've got at least I've definitely 10 got friends. at least six friends. I would nope. Five people turned up, so sad. Um, garden or outdoor accounts for 8% of weddings in real life. You yeah, can't so, get married outdoors, so I don't know where that's come from. I don't know either, but apparently they are. So, I mean, I guess, you know, with the, with the pagan wedding. So we've had um, Daniel and Sinead get married in Victoria Gardens a couple of years ago, didn't we? Although yeah. that, they made a big thing about that not actually legally counting, because then they had their, like Sedan and uh, um, Rana did, the, the official wedding the, the following just year. to make it clear i literally don't care i i don't know if this is coming across judgmental i think it'd be lovely to get married outside i know that america is very popular to like get married in your, Go to in the your beach, garden yeah on your beach that'd be lovely but no not here yeah. not allowed um, the queen gets really mad so a stately home or golf course i don't know what the difference in a stately home and a manor house is but stately home or golf course or a castle or a and a place of worship all count as four percent so four percent four percent combined no 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 each of those are four percent so four percent of marriages so people are just as likely to get married in the church as a golf course that's what this website said that I went to. So it's to. like, so what? So some people probably go to the golf course and like, you know what? Why can't I get my child baptised here? I don't I don't really get how that ties into the fact that Does 20% of... Don't, don't ask. Okay. Don't look at any of these stats. Right, okay. Where did you get this from? A website. You should have written it down. I know. Now everyone thinks it's my fault when it's actually the website that I went to. But apparently 4% of marriages get taken place in the church. It was truefacts.com. Or, or, or other place of worship. That seems incredibly low and doesn't tally up with the 20% of uh, weddings being religious. But never mind. It's interesting numbers, isn't it, everybody? No, just enjoy the numbers. Ta- just enjoy it. Numbers are fun. Town hall or a register office, 3%. Only 3% of people get married in a register office. That used to be a really common thing for Coronation Street as well, didn't it? Going down the Weatherfield register office. All everybody just standing office. awkwardly Not registry the... office, everybody. It's a register office. Yeah. Oh, that's a little bugbear I have because my grandma used to work in a register office. Um, surprisingly, no data for how many restaurant, uh, how many, sorry, weddings take place in a bistro. 
in Weird. real life. Are you sure? Yeah, I mean, just watching from Coronation Street, I would think that that's, that's the up-and-coming popular place to get spliced, but no, apparently not, no data for that one. Well, um... Linda got married in a restaurant, didn't she? Well, we do have restaurants earlier on, don't we? Um, well, do we have restaurants? Is it no, there? I don't think so. Because I, I know really in America... Do. I don't trust this website, but it's interesting nonetheless. I know in America you guys really enjoy getting married at Burger King, don't you? Do I've they? heard this. It's just. I, I, I would that, believe you. I know that people have like, but I, I, I don't feel that it is common. Okay, okay. So on Coronation Street, um, obviously back in the <laughs> early days of the show, church weddings, as they were much more common in real life, were much more commonly the place where the old Corrie characters <sighs> got uh, hitched themselves in just the various though, churches around the Salford area. Did I yeah, say it right this time? Maybe. I keep being told off as saying Salford. I, I would imagine that there was some kind of change in the law that meant you could get married in more more places, and that's probably what happened. Yeah, yeah. So we went just recently to St Clement's Church, didn't we, on our latest yeah. trip to Manchester, and that was the one that was on Archie Street, which was the street that was like the, the template in Tony Warren's mind for what Coronation Street should look like. And I think there was only one Coronation Street wedding that was filmed there, which was um, Jerry and Myra Booth's back in the early 60s. <laughs> but there is you, you were watching some YouTube footage of that the other day, weren't yes. you? Yes! It was wonderful. Tell us. Every bit, well, it was I just, didn't watch it. I just oh, thought you'd you just be told interested me to watch in it. Oh, it was just, um, they were just talking about all the people had come out to see and, oh, is it a celebrity? No, it's not. And they had all these people from around their local area just gawping outside mm. and then all the characters turning up to watch it and arriving in cars. And it was just wonderful because everybody was so excited. Yeah, it's like... And, uh, uh, yeah, just people filming the filming taking place. It's yeah, quite funny. You can see it was really YouTube. good. But um, you also had, um, I mean, the, the most common church these days is um, St Mary's Church in Presswich, which is the one that we see for when they go to church and it's Billy's Church it's and Billy's they, have the, church. they have the christenings the and the funerals one. there and everything. Yeah, It's the, really the, handy. The sloping it's graveyard. Yeah, it's got a very, it's got a really massive graveyard and lots and lots of Coronation Street characters are buried in that graveyard. Um, Sometimes on top of each other, I think. Yeah, I think uh, most recently, I think maybe Daniel went there to see Sinead. She's yeah. buried down the hill. Yeah. And then a lot, but a lot of them are buried sort of on the crest of a slope right by, so so you can have yeah. the church in the background when you're filming them. Yeah. but um, It's a lovely church. Yeah, but there, there's just been very, very few church weddings that have taken place in Coronation Street. And, and I kind of didn't realise, again, how this had, um, gone down so much. So the oh, last. I just like the aesthetic of the so church. So do I. So do I. It's very grand for our TV Can... screens. It's um, like the last church yeah. wedding that went through on Coronation Street was ten years ago. So this was when Tracy and Steve got married for the first time <laughs> in 2012. Although there have been some that almost took place, but not didn't quite manage it. So just recently we had Michelle and Robert getting married in um, that same oh, church. Oh, that's when Mer- she did. They're not getting married. This is when she started. To. Yeah, she started read out. Reading her All of vows. His, yeah, and then turned it, it into the text, text messages. messages between Robert and Vicky. So that was the most recent time they went to church for a Coronation Street wedding. Obviously, with the pandemic, they haven't been able to so do anything So they've more like recently that. used that church as a drugs den than for any kind of religious yes, purpose. Yes, okay. exactly. Kathy and Roy were going to get <laughs> married in church. Um, but then she uh, pulled out at the last minute when uh, she discovered uh, like a Who's recording. She? Kathy. 
not not Roy. And Roy, okay. Um, when Sorry, she, I she, didn't know who you were talking. She heard, she she heard a recording that Roy had made of him saying that he didn't want to marry her or something like that. So that didn't work. Kirsty and Tyrone back in two thousand and thirteen. That was a January one, I think. We're going to get married in church, but then she um, stopped the wedding to say, "No, I've just found out that you're having it off with Biz or something like that." So yeah, it's been it ten years since. <laughs> since a church wedding has been successful in Coronation Street. So I think if any for any Coronation Street characters that are listening at the moment, don't plan to get married in a church because much more happen. likely than not, you're not going to be going on that honeymoon afterwards. Yeah, but maybe, maybe they might feel the same way about it as I do with winning the lottery, where I'm like, it hasn't happened yet. So every time it, every time it doesn't Sorry. happen, that increases the chances of it happening next because there's only a certain number of times it can surely not happen before it has to happen. You win the lottery. Yeah, maybe. I'd, I'd love to see another church wedding in Coronation do, Street we again. We have heard They're just so grand and lovely. from many people who have um, filmed these that it is not fun. <laughs> no, that is true, it's actually. It's cold, it's boring, you sit there Lots for days. Lots of sitting around for a long time. And you just have time. to sit in the background and remember what you were looking get like. Get a line if you're lucky. Yeah, you you probably yeah you probably won't get a line. You'll probably just be sitting there in very uncomfortable clothes as well. Yeah. Um, but yes, there's something just truly magnificent. And it doesn't matter if you're religious or not. The buildings, the church building, the inside is supposed to be beautiful and inspire awe in you, you know, um... And just having that on screen is mm. just a very, I think I really, it's nice. I hope we can get another one soon. Like I said, with the pandemic, they've not been able to go out and do anything like that. But I just worry that now they've got the bistro and the chariot square, that it's just like they're more likely to say, let's go to one of those again. I wonder whether there's a rule about whether you're allowed to hold a wedding ceremony in a church that has been, what's it called when you decommission a church? Yeah, desanctify. No. Yeah, is there a know. law against it? Because you would think that because there are rules about like you can't just rock up to any old church and go hello, I would like to get married. You have to have the bands read. You have to get talk to the priest or the vicar, and the yeah. vicar can decide whether or not he wants to marry you. And if he doesn't think that you're religious and he knows that you're pretending that you are and you don't go to church, he's not really gonna. I mean, most of them will take your money, won't they? <laughs> but you have to have a reason. Like, you really, plate. you can't just get married at any church in this country. You have to have some kind of connection. Connection, yeah. which is what Michael was alluding to earlier. But if you were to de, you know, desanctify, decommission a church and just have it as a, I don't even know if that's allowed. I know that buildings get repurposed, mm. churches do, um, and some of them get used for like living spaces, and some of them get used for other religions. Because I know there's a big temple in town that used to be a church, and now it's a different religion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just um, I, I would I think that seems like a really good money spinner. Like, do you want to get married in the church, but you're not religious? Come to me. I it'd make me. I can't remember like with when Dev and Sunita got married. They had obviously a religious. They had a Hindu ceremony, didn't they? Was that in a? I'm kind of imagining a big tent or something like that. I can't a mar- remember. Marquee. I can't, yeah, that's the. Well, word. that's a very that's a very very popular thing mm. to have a marquee wedding in on a, a stately home's lawn yeah. or some kind of big. And then Rana I mean, and... that's uh, if you think about. Um, a barn is just a bigger, more permanent version. Mm. And then Rana and Zidane as well, when they got married, I, I can't remember whether that was in like a mosque or, or what it was, but um, 
God, this is just bringing back so many memories of traipsing around trying to find somewhere to get married. <laughs> long time ago, long time ago. I know, it? but it's bad. So, um, for, we, I also mentioned about the uh, the Weatherfield Register Office as well, and for a while that has been Rycroft Hall, hasn't it? Which is uh, yeah. we we visited <laughs> two or three times maybe over the years. While we've it's been quite doing out the of the way, isn't it? Yeah. We, we had to not, go there not, on the not close to the centre of Manchester tram. Yeah, it's near a tram stop. Uh, is it? I can't remember. It might be. We, I. I've, I've, we've driven there as well for Have sure we? so that that's the one that's got the room that you kind of it's got the yeah. wood panelling all around the outside it's very nice it? like um, Eileen and Phelan got married there yeah um, who else got married I think maybe Becky and Steve did there's, there's been quite a few Gail and Michael I think got married there as well that is a very nice I didn't realise it was a registry of register office I think it's supposed to be Weatherfield register office but I, I don't know I might be making that up as well because I think over the years, Weatherfield Register Office has certainly changed appearance quite a lot because I'm imagining, like, or remembering, say, when Alan Bradley tried to marry Rita and she, he just took her for, like, a yeah. surprise wedding at the Weatherfield Register Office. Not really... And she's like, no chance, mate, and then got back in the car again. That was definitely not in the same place. They don't usually look as nice as Rycroft Hall. No. It's lovely. It's very nice. They're there. not like... We, we don't go much on their cream teas. No. <laughs> I did, it was fine, but you don't normally get asked what flavour crisps you want when you go for cream tea. Um, after, af, it was afternoon tea, not cream sorry, tea. Sorry, yes, it was, it was, wasn't it? But yeah, so it, it, these days it's more likely to be the Bistro or Chariot Square. Although I was still quite surprised at how few they've been because both of those two venues have only been used five times. It feels oh, like it weird. should be at least double that, the amount of yeah. weddings. And it has only been in relatively recent years as well. So the first time anyone got married in the bistro was in 2015 which was um tim and sally's that must have been their first wedding there and um chariot square first used in 2018 as well so um yeah not not so much not so uncommon as you think interesting interesting stuff and of course you do get your your marriages abroad as well in coronation street very very rarely so we had steve and vicky got yeah married. but we didn't see any of these we did not know. Stephen, Weird. Steve and Vicky getting married in St. Lucia, Yasmin and Jeff in Las Vegas, and then um, Mariam and Zidane, like I said, they counted on the list. They got married in Spain recently as well. Although I suppose um, Curly and Raquel, they got married in the UK first, didn't they? But then they got their... They had a blessing or they had their vows renewed on the QE2. Did they? Well, yeah, we watched the uh, the VHS special of that, didn't we? Cause I, I didn't even remember that Jeff and Yasmin got married in Las Vegas. Oh, there you, oh yeah, I asked you that one. Yeah. Uh, didn't you? You said it was Tim and, Tim and Sally or something, didn't you? So um, the other the other kind of data that I was look, interested in looking into is how many of the Coronation Street weddings that took place right. actually produced a couple that lived, yeah. in quotes, happily ever after. Because that's the idea of it, really, isn't it? Till you death kind of, do us part. Exactly. You Hopefully have, many well, years from now. So, exactly. So, I mean, death did part a fair number of the uh, these the Coronation Street couples that got married. But... Um, the divorce has has been quite high as well. I think the divorce rate for Coronation Street I worked out was roughly fifty percent. Like I looked through the whole list of this these hundred or and also weddings, how many of them did the couples get divorced? And it was fifty. Um, and I think that that it's I, I in the UK like we said earlier, about a third of marriages get divorced. So um, the rate is somewhat higher in Weatherfield. But um, yeah, looking down the list how many curry weddings actually produced couples that lived happily ever after that didn't either get divorced or have an untimely demise. 
Not many. Corrie's first ever wedding was Joan Walker, who was Jack and Annie's daughter, and she got married to Gordon someone or other. I've not got it written down here. Apparently, they lived happily ever after, so good for them. That's because they buggered off. Exactly. Well, this is... I think you'll find that most couples in Coronation Street that... um, apparently went on to live long and happy lives together the the trick was to get away from that street as quick as possible so you got maggie clegg um so les clegg's uh widow and um betty's sister yes that's that's it actually that's a better description yes (laughs) was she yeah she was wasn't she yeah she was so she married uh, ron cook and then disappeared off apparently they lived happily ever after i feel like we're gossiping in the pub about people that we know sometimes great eddie yates and marion um oh. they got married in the the late uh, no mid 80s oh they very were... soon after disappeared off yep happily ever after good, good for them um audrey and alf i'm counting them as a happily ever after i mean they got about what 14 years of happy marriage together mm-hmm, that's enough yeah, I mean, Alf, Alf did have an untimely demise, but, you know, he was old, wasn't he? So he wasn't, like, you know, run over by a tram or shot or anything like that. His his death, I would count as natural causes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them a point. Um, I, I, Ivy and Don, I put here with a question mark as well, because they did stay together until a, a fairly ripe old age. Um, although they weren't really happy throughout most of it, were they? Mavis and Derek were another marriage success story um, that lasted a decent amount of time. Well, they also got to live together as a married couple for quite yeah yeah, and that's yeah. not that's not normal. And he he wasn't like super old when he died, but he had grey hair, so it counts. Yeah, it does. Um, then you got, and I'm really scraping the bottom of the barrel here, Olive Clark and Edward Turner. I love and if those you, crazy If kids. you don't know who they are, Olive Clark was um, an old widower of an army mate of Percy. And he'd fallen um, in okay, love with Olive. Yep. Do you remember her? Nope. He fell in love with Olive <laughs> after meeting up with her in the early 90s. She was like, no, I don't want to get married, actually. This and is the later... 1990s, not the 1890s. Yes. Okay, just check it. Yes. Um, he, yeah, and then later on in the year, he finds out that she's marrying this bloke called Edward and he gets a bit narked because she said she didn't want to marry him. I, I assume that they lived happily ever after, although, again, they were quite old, so probably not for too long. Betty and Billy Williams, old. And then also Sheen and Graham. I think the last that we know oh, of nice. them. But again, get married, get away from Weatherfield. So that really seems to be the secret to a long and happy marriage. Don't stay in Weatherfield, because if you do, you're either going to get splattered or divorced. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't want either of those, really, do you? Not really. Now, I, I wanted to have a look at, um, you know, what are the current ongoing happy marriages in Coronation Street and wonder how many of these can actually stay. Um, Now, this this is a bit sad, really, but if we're talking legally, the longest-running current marriage in Coronation Street between a couple that we saw got married are Tracy and Steve. And they got (laughs) married, what, three and a half years ago or so? (laughs) They're the current... So, so yeah, they're, they're the longest married couple on the street at the moment. Now, you have got, obviously, Sally and Tim, I hear you cry. But no, they were bigamous the first time, as were Beth and Kirk. So, obviously, they've been married, in inverted commas, for longer, but um, Does it illegally. count legally? And I don't, did Beth and Kirk ever get married again afterwards? I don't I, think they did. I, they certainly didn't have a ceremony. 
but I've got a feeling there you Maybe might they have alluded paperwork. to the fact that they yeah, did a bit of paperwork afterwards. But um, we've also got Shona and David, who are uh, happily married at the moment. Sarah and Adam, Maria and Gary, Carla and Peter, and um, long may it last, hmm, Toya and Imran. So barely anybody in Coronation Street actually is married that we've seen got married and it just goes to show that they don't at the moment like keeping married couples together and I guess it's A for the drama and B because one of the actors wants to leave Mm. like Jenny and Johnny they could have kept on going for a very good while to come actually they they could have been a long term Audrey and Alf style yeah you know, as as Lord La- landlord and landlady of the Rovers, I could have certainly seen them go Classic together. Combo. If only Rich Tawley hadn't wanted to leave. But we've got to give a shout out to Ed and Aggie, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, they win. Have we had? I've got a feeling that they have had a some they had kind a of, anniversary, they a ruby anniversary or something. Maybe? They definitely celebrated an anniversary. So they are by quite a long chalk <laughs> the longest <laughs> married couple currently on the street. Don't count, of course, because we haven't we seen see them it. get married. We but, need a flashback and then we'll believe but it. I totally buy them that they have been married for this long, that they feel like they, they're they a long, you know, they've been married forever, don't they? Do you, do you get, do you believe it? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, 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 really, I, I like the relationship. I think it's interesting um, to have a married couple. I think Coronation Street just does not know what drama there is in a marriage that isn't just breaking up. Yeah, no, you're right. Because, I mean, even if we look at these other ones that are married, Beth and Kirk, have they had, they, they've had drama, as, as have Sally and Tim, with the whole bigamy thing. Um, Steve and Tracy, well, she's since since they got married, hasn't she? She's, that was, she slept with Paula, I think. <laughs> um, Shona and David... She was going to leave him when she got shot, shot in, in the box. box and then had a personality change. Sarah and Adam, we've obviously just had the whole infidelity story. You got thrown off a balcony. Um, Miria and Gary. One of them's a murderer and one of them's boring. <laughs> I don't think that they've nearly split up, but would anybody notice? I don't know. Maria Carla might not even notice. Carla and Peter got Forgot married. Forgot that they got married. Exactly, they got married we did, about a year ago. They've barely been on screen since. And, um, yeah, I, I don't think the future's looking too rosy for Toya and Imran based on um, no, the be way fine. that the storyline is currently seems to get, be going. But, yeah, they just don't like to have long-term married couples, which is crazy to me because back in the early days, Coronation Street was all about the families and, and the couples and the, the double acts and everything, wasn't it? And it just isn't anymore. You it's can't get as much... baffling to me. ...drama out of somebody being married for a long time as you can... Getting married, splitting up, having affairs. It just seems like it's the easy thing to do, isn't it? Let's split them up. Let's have them pair off with somebody else. Is it because they can't find characters that have got good enough chemistry? I don't know. I wouldn't it's... say that. So who who does have potential to get married in the future for Coronation Street? Not very many if you look at the characters that are currently going so out. So these are characters who are dating, who aren't married, but you think could have a wedding. Well, they're just ones and... that are currently dating. Because okay. if you look down the whole of the cast list, like I said earlier, there's an awful lot of single characters on the Coronation Street cast, which is quite funny. I, mean, I guess they just like to... To play the field or, or be really old or really young when it's not appropriate. But um, are Ryan and Ali going out at the moment? I'm going to say probably not. Maybe. 
I don't Question really mark. know. Question mark. So you, you... Nick and Leanne are, are going out at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. They've already married think... a, a couple of times already. Yeah. Third but time's a charm. I think that... I'd like to I see think them we should get say married. With, yeah, do, would, would we like yeah. to see them married? Do yeah. we think they will? Thumbs up. I, I, I think you're right. I think a thumbs up for them. Maybe let's make it last the next time because I feel that... I mean, this, this couple have got an awful lot of history together, you know, 25 years worth of history. Let's get let's get a married and keep a married, shall we? And I... And I I get a feeling that both Ben and Jane want to stay on the show for a good while to come. So they might, you might as well take advantage of that. Um, Jenny and Leo currently going out. Um, pff, thumbs down to that one. Um, I think it's too soon. Too soon to decide. He's only been in about three episodes since he started going out with Jenny in the past six months. I don't want to see them get married. I don't like that. Um, Gemma and Chesney. I think that could be funny. I think that there is comic relief. Uh, yeah, there is untapped potential With in them. Many bridesmaids and flower boys and yeah, I mean that there have been a small handful of um, comic weddings in Coronation Street. We'll talk more about them next week, but obviously the big ones are Les and Scylla and um, Beth and Kirk with their th- 80s themed wedding. And I definitely think that for a bit of levity, Coronation Street might try to give you know, turn Gemma into a bridezilla or have her some some outlandish uh, dress or something. Uh, we already had... Spending um, a lot of money in Chesney looking and going, oh, I don't think we're going to afford this. Jenny being a bridezilla was probably my favourite uh, wedding prep story. Oh, yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? But um, th- there's... I don't know... Because normally I mean, there's no prep, is there? It's just like, we're getting married next week. Yeah. As, um, you know, the token young characters on the street... Gemma and Chesney kind of belong to the social group of char- of people who might not necessarily want to get married and see what's the point we're a family we don't need it mm. but I I, th- I I would say that they probably will get married at some point yeah but I can just imagine um, Bernie getting involved being like you don't need a bit of paper we never had that when I was having you I think it was better I, I, and you should get married under the moon anyway <laughs> um George and Eileen how are things looking for them oh, I don't know it depends on how the snoring goes but I think that would be I, I would like to I really would I want Eileen to have a nice she husband. really needs to settle down her story in the past 20 years has just been one disastrous man to another and I think George could be good for her um, we've only seen her get married once haven't we to, to Pat Phelan yeah and we all know where that went so let, let's give her a nice wedding I, I get a feeling they won't if I was to bet, I'd say no for those two. Oh. But I'd like them to. Fizz and Phil? No. No. She's just going to go back to Tyrone at some point, basically, isn't she? But Maybe. Fizz and Tyrone wedding, I'm going to say yes. I think that's going to happen. What do you reckon? Because Fizz, Fizz was looking for it a year Fizz ago. Fizz wanted to marry and she wanted to get married in Greece. And, Ty- and Tyrone is kind of has been desperate to get back to her. And although he didn't like the idea of getting married despite proposing to her donkeys years ago, I think that if and when they do finally get back together again, he's going to do whatever she says, which might good. involve that getting married. Wouldn't even surprise wedding. me if Fizz and Tyrone get married by the end of the year, actually. Faye and Craig? Ooh. Meh. Meh, I say to that one. Yeah, I don't care. They've I don't know what the likelihood is. No. Because she's got this development, hasn't she? She has had a bit of a development on the show this week. I think... 
you know, I, I think that maybe she, but it, it could be that she thinks, oh, I can't, I can't conceive. I, I'm not a proper woman. Obviously not true at all, but this is what she may well be thinking. And Craig might say, well, look, you can't, you can't have a, a kid of your own, but you can still be a beautiful bride or something. But um, I, I don't necessarily see a long-term future for them as a couple. So they may well be one that um, gets married together and either moves away, fingers crossed, <clears throat> or, um, or, or or splits up for their drama later on. Um, we got Dan... Is Dan, Daniel's not officially dating anyone at the moment, is he? Well, he keeps breaking up with people. D- Daisy and Nikki. So <laughs> I don't know whether maybe it's too early to say that. Brian and Kathy. I would say they've been going out. They've been a couple for poor what four or five years at this point. I'm gonna I'm gonna estimate. Yeah. I think if they hadn't got married by this point, chances of it happening in the future are fairly slim. But don't forget that the last time we heard from them, they were pondering the future, weren't they? Because Brian oh, wanted yeah, to move to down south and have a sweet shop, and uh, Kathy wanted to stay where she was because um, she she preferred it. So I do wonder whether they could really push. Push that all the way to um, Brian wants her to get married and Kathy doesn't. And how far will she go and will she jilt him? She's not anti-wedding, is she? No, I know, she was but going to marry Roy it's after not about, a lot less time. I'm telling you, it's not about whether or not she wants to get married or not. It's about whether she wants to get married to him mm. and how their future, how they see their future together. Yeah. I really... Because I don't think they agree. I really do like Brian and Kathy as a couple. I don't necessarily even enjoy seeing them in stories, but... I think that they fit really nicely together, and having Brian all dressed up in a in a suit, giving Aww. those two a lovely church wedding, and, and she looked lovely like with that. her when she was dressed up for Roy. Yeah. I think that would be a nice kind of cosy feeling wedding. Yeah, it would but, do. But yeah, nice, nice cosy September wedding. Mm, I don't think Coronation July. Street necessarily care enough about no, them as a couple to give them a wedding song to say no to that one. They, I don't think they think we care, and I, I would argue that they're probably right. I yeah. don't think that the vast majority of people watching really yeah. care and then the only other couple that two. i can think of at the moment is uh amy and jacob and i, mean, I, I can imagine them impulsively yeah like to show oh they could everyone. gretna green it oh, no they don't need to gretna green it do they like no, they're they're but like but, um, to yeah. like show everybody look you you think we're stupid kids but we're actually really grown up that and we can be, make grown-up decisions. That would be awesome. Although, a, I don't think that Amy is impulsive as that. I think that she's far too no, sensible. I, but I al- yeah, but I also think that she would actually like to, to rub Steve's face in it. Yeah, although he ha- he was forgiving of Jacob this uh, this week, wasn't he? He played some charades last night, so I think yeah, it's he all did. water under the bridge now. Maybe. But um, I, I really, really would love to see Amy and Jacob go the long long term on so this in, but I don't I get too early to say in a sense then this is the list of possible 2022 weddings now we've had Tori and Imran who's going to be next the second wedding of the year well like I said I think I, I would I wouldn't be surprised if it was Fizz and Tyrone are going to be the next couple to tie the knot I mean it's perfectly possible given how fast people move that it's a couple that haven't even got together yet. That is very true. I'm going to say I would really like Nick and Leanne to get married mm. again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, second Battersby wedding of the year maybe. Oh, they should Marrying have had a off. they should have had a joint one. Yeah. Or you got some potential 2023s as well, haven't you? Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um and I think shall we shall we leave the discussion there? We're an hour and 20 minutes into this at this point. So are you glad we, I suggested Yeah, I think a split half. is a good idea yeah, because yeah. we have not talked at all about, you know, why we love curry weddings, curry tropes in weddings. 
you know, an the, actual the famous pop- curry really weddings. We not talk about wedding specific. episodes at all or no. memorable weddings on the show where there's an awful lot to do it. But that does give you, the listeners, the opportunity to write in and let us know. And you don't often get to find out what we're going to talk about. But next week we'll be coming back talking about some of our favourite curry weddings from years gone by. So write in tell us yours and that maybe we might even read some of those comments on the show yep. or maybe we'll just look at them and go hmm, interesting interesting and yes. then forget about it we'll try not to though um that's it that's it thank you everybody thank you everyone for listening, for listening. there'll Got be more wedding episode. talk on our next episode coming out this weekend where we'll be giving our full and frank um, opinions on imran and uh toya's nuptials and by golly do i have thoughts about that uh, but Mr. and Mrs. Habib. They are. She is credited as Toy Habib in the yep. credits last night, wasn't she? Yes. Ah. Anyway, <laughs> um, until then, give us an email if you would like to get in touch with at conversationstreet at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on Facebook if you're not following us there already. We've got a lovely Facebook group there. We've got um, a nice Twitter com- competition going on. We do on. have a Twitter competition Quickly going on at the find moment. Yourself. Quick, quick, quick. You can win some stationery. Go to our Twitter, you'll find it. Um, we're on Instagram. We're on Patreon. Thank you to our new patrons recently. We love you. Um, we are on Spotify um, and probably other things as well, but I don't know because I'm not down with the kids anymore. But goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to us chat about weddings for the past hour and a bit. We will see you next time. Say goodbye, Gemma. Bye. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com.